Welcome to Olive Academy's Leadership and Productivity Podcast with Elizabeth. Our Leadership and Productivity Podcast will create opportunities for you to reach new heights and achieve your goals. Hi, everyone. My name is Elizabeth Leonard. Today on the show, I'm going to be talking to Wendy Mabry. She is a stand-up comedian, and she focuses on being a parent. And she's going to be talking on how to use your natural strength to create the life you love. She has some other businesses, and she's also a producer of a day drink with mom. So welcome, Wendy. Thanks, Elizabeth. It's nice to be with you today. So tell us a bit about what you do. Sure. So uh, I'm actually a stand-up comedian, which means I do, you get up in front of strangers and you tell jokes, which would terrify a lot of people. <laughs> but I actually really enjoy it. Elizabeth's already laughing. My job is so easy with you. <laughs> like You basically write uh, material and you stand up there and you uh, say things that are funny and people pay you money to do that. It's a kind of an interesting career because it's not a very usual one, but it's one that I probably could have figured out that I'd be good at because when I was in school, I used to get in trouble every year for talking too much. Every single report card, the teacher was like, you talk too much. And nobody ever said, hey, you should find a job where you talk all the time. And now I found one. Yeah. So what is that what motivated you? What motivated you to do what you do? Well, so when I was in school, you know, sometimes I feel like your parents or teachers lack creativity because they'll say, oh, you can be a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher or a police officer or a fireman, like these sort of big categories, but there's actually all kinds of jobs in the world that need to get done and no one ever thinks about unusual jobs. So if you like to sleep all day, you can become a guy who drives a truck at a movie set because they drive in the morning and sleep in the cab and then drive home at night. Like there's all kinds of jobs for you. If you so I feel like sometimes when you're in school you feel like if I don't want to do the five things my parents want me to do or the teacher wants me to do, what will I do? I have no idea and you feel like there's nothing not going to be anything there for you. And um, I always think that there's lots of really cool jobs you maybe have never thought of before. Um, but I believe that I needed to be a teacher because that was the thing that in my head I saw teachers my whole life. I thought, oh, they talk. I can talk. I'll be a teacher. And I went to college and got my first degree in teaching. Um, I also really loved photography. And this was before digital cameras were a thing. It was film cameras because I'm old. And, um, and so I, after I left college, so I got a teaching degree in college, I actually went back to graduate school for photography. And so then I got a photography degree and I worked for many years in Los Angeles and New York City photographing really famous people, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then I moved to Minnesota, which is where Target is. Do you guys, Target is this uh, department store. Uh, and I used to photograph some advertising for Target. And then after a while, I lived in Minnesota. It's very cold here and nobody's very friendly. And I thought, I need to make some friends. So I decided to have a winter hobby because everyone here has a winter hobby like snowmobiling or snowboarding or ice fishing. And I don't do any of those things. So I was like, I want to go inside and talk. So that's when I decided to become a stand-up comedian. So I didn't start doing stand-up till I was in my mid-30s, wow. which, which feels like ancient if you're in school. You're like, oh gosh, I better have it figured out. But you have lots of time. You're going to live a long time. You have a lot of time to figure it out. But that's really encouraging. What, I, what, what, what I'm able to get from this is that it's never too late for someone to start something new. And you oh, yeah. have to be, um, to just pursue what you love or what you feel you can do. 
Yeah. You don't want to live, you don't want to die with regrets or wonder what had happened if you had really believed in yourself and tried something. So I always think it's important to give it a try. You, if you don't like it, you can change. You're not stuck anywhere forever. Yeah. So it's always better to try something and then you know, then you don't have to go, oh, what if I had been a really good bungee jumper? And like, oh, now I know I hate that. That was terrible. I'm never going to think about that again. You know, so you just have to try those things you want to do and see what fits. Yeah. So Would you like to tell us about other businesses that you operate? Sure. So I actually have a photography studio with my best friend and we photograph uh, really, we do a thing called light painting, which is a really unusual photographic technique. If you're into photography, you should Google it or you can look at our website. It's um, luxarmory.com and we use flashlights and multiple exposures to light paint really cool um, buildings and landscapes and farm machinery and cars and boats and planes and all kinds of fun stuff like that. That's a really kind of a neat job because you get to go to an airport and photograph you know, four million dollar private jet and get paid to do that. It's kind of a fun job. So we do that on the side and then Um, we photograph families and stuff like that as well. And then weirdly, I'm kind of laughing because when we started this podcast before we went live, Elizabeth was sort of talking about serial entrepreneurism where you decide to do new projects. So now with COVID-19, we're all kind of stuck at home and no one can travel. Normally I travel a lot doing stand-up comedy. And so we thought, hey, why don't we do like a little flower farm? So we just decided yesterday to have like a little flower farm. So there's one more thing we're doing. So, uh, I don't know. We always find something to do that's fun and interesting. And again, try new things. Flower farming would be an exact example of, it looks like it's fun. It might suck. It might be way too much work. We don't know. So we'll try it this summer. And if it's great, we'll do it. And if it's awful, we will stop. Wow. I like your perspective and you're very creative and very thoughtful. Thanks. Um, oh, my mother, who always <laughs> worries that I should just be a secretary where it's a very good job with stability. Because <laughs> your parents always want you to be stable. They want, they want you to have a job that seems secure, right? right. Like there are certain jobs mm-hmm. that feel really secure. You're always going to need doctors. You're always going to need nurses. And that is true. Yeah. But the reality is, is you have one little life to lead. So you, might, you should mm-hmm. do something that you mm-hmm. light up inside. Yeah. And I like the way you are unleashing yourself, unleashing your potential. Yeah. And um, so how do you manage, how do you make sure your project and tasks stay on schedule? So I love technology and I have on my iPhone notes out the wazoo. Like I have so many notes. It's ridiculous. I have 425 notes in my phone on different things <laughs> to not forget. And I have a really good technology with, um, there's a thing called 17 hats that does like proposals and invoicing and contracts. And you could, there's all, what's really amazing about right now is that there's usually a software solution for whatever problem your business has. If you're willing to always learn new things and pick up new skills, you can solve problems. So we figure out ways to be strategic and use our time so that like, like Elizabeth, when you schedule this podcast with me, it sent me a text reminder saying, Hey, you have a podcast and sent me on my calendar. And you didn't have to do that. You just set it up once and it sends all these reminders. And then I feel like, Oh, wow, Elizabeth is really caring about this podcast with me. I can't forget. I have to be on time. So there's all, we did, I use software. I use my Gmail and I'm on social media. I do a social media scheduler mm-hmm. so that it goes ahead and schedules two weeks in advance, all of my posts on Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest so that you're not interrupting your day to do that. And then I figure out what time of day I work better and get up and try and do the hard stuff first and then try to make time to have fun. Right. Thank you. That's really insightful. 
So since you launched your business and started all other kinds of businesses too, are there any challenges that you faced and how did you manage to overcome them? Sure. You know, there's a point when you decide to run a business where you think, okay, I have to do it so it makes money because it's one thing to do something because you love something, but you are always giving up time for that and you need to be paid for that. Or, or you just do it because you enjoy it. You can volunteer and you can do things for fun, but it's good to figure out, am I trying to make money at this? Am I just having fun at this? Because if your goal is to be in business, you have to pay taxes, you have to follow rules. There's like, things cost money. So you need to make sure you price it so that you won't lose money doing the thing you love. So I think that's always challenging to come up with a structure for your business. And it might be challenging to understand what your customers want. So for example, when I started doing stand-up comedy, there's things that I think are funny that are not funny for people <laughs> for people sitting. And you have to learn, oh, that's not funny. You think it's funny, but that's because you like it. You got to make sure the audience is happy because they're paying your salary. Mm-hmm. So there's always challenges in figuring out what you have to offer and then who wants to have it and then how you package it and making sure you're going to make money on it. So I always tell anybody, if you want to start your own business, there's a great book called The E-Myth Revisited, which is, I'm sure you may have heard of it. It's about running a small business and the guy breaks it down very clearly about whether there's something that you love and you make a business out of it, making sure that you will be rewarded for it. Um, And I think it's really important to have mentors, really important to have mentors if you are at a job and you have a boss that if you had a job and you want to do what your boss is doing, make sure your boss knows you want to do what they're doing. Make sure you tell them like, Hey, if it ever comes up for me to learn something new, just tell me I'm willing to try. And, um, if you meet somebody in your company that's higher up than you and you get their business card, send an email following up with them and saying, Hey, it was so great to meet you. I enjoyed that. Um, this is something I think is great about our company. Maybe ask a question or whatever, but always, follow up. That is, if I can give you any advice, it's if you follow up with people, when you say you're going to do it, that is like heads and shoulders above everybody else. You will be successful because people appreciate someone who honors their commitments. So if you say like, Hey, I'll send you a text and send the text and don't be afraid to pick up the phone, but definitely follow up and tell people you're interested. Don't be shy about speaking out. And that's really hard if you're introverted. Mm -hmm. So maybe if you are introverted, you could send the email or a text but try to always say thank you, send thank you notes, reach out, don't, you know, make sure people know that you're there. That's really important. Thank you so much for the tips. I was going to ask you what tips would you like to share with our audience? I don't know if you have a quote which you would like to share. Oh, you know, I always say, so it's really funny because there's a couple of them actually. Mm-hmm. I believe that you can look at, first of all, you should have a positive mantra and it sounds so goofy, but if you tell yourself like, Hey, I can do brave things. Like I've got this, I've got this. I was made for this is a good one. I was born to do this. Like believe in yourself because it really is a trick of your brain. Everybody think if you show up and say, I can do it, people go, all right, give her a chance. They really will. Don't you say no. So I was talking like, let other people tell you no, but don't you say no. Don't not try to do something because you think someone's going to tell you no. You go ahead and try till someone tells you no. Another one that I really like is there's a lady named Byron Katie. And mm-hmm. she, if you look her up on the internet, she really encourages you to think about, it's very easy in life to have a belief in your head, right? Nobody likes me. I'm always alone. Blah, you know, People think I'm dumb. Whatever that is, the dumb belief in your head, the belief, the lie that you've told yourself. When you have a belief like that, 
You look at the world and you look for data that supports your belief and you ignore all the data that doesn't fit that idea in your head. But if you change the idea in your head, everyone wants me to win. This is going to be super fun. Then when you show up, it will be super fun and you will find people that want you to win. It's a crazy trick because whatever you look for in life, you will find more of. If you, if you look for great things, you will, great things will come back at you. If you look for things to suck, it will feel like it sucks because you're creating your story. Right. So she's right. really good at saying like, hey, is this really true? Is it really true that people think this? No, it's not. Why do you believe that? Because it's easier for your brain to travel down the road it's been down a million times. It's hard for your brain to make a new path. But in order to get out of where you're at, if you feel stuck or upset or whatever, you got to find a new path there. So it's, sometimes good friends are good at helping you with that. If you really feel like you're stuck somewhere, you can ask someone who loves you, who believes in you, hey, tell me some great things about me that I can hold on to because right now I just feel like everything is awful and they will help you. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're so, welcome. Would you please share your website? Sure. If you have any, if you have any freebies, please share where people can locate you. Absolutely. So I actually have a comedy album. Now, if you are under 18, I'm going to warn you that I use a bad word and it starts with an S. You probably heard it before on the internet, but I'm not the one who told you to. So tell your mom you're about to listen to something that has an S word in it. Anyway, but it's called uh, wendymaybarycomedy.com and my album is called She's Not From Around Here. And if you would like to listen to a track for free, you can go to wendymayberry.com and then forward slash lucky you. So L-U-C-K-Y-Y-O-U. So lucky you after wendymaybarrycomedy.com. And there's a, a free track there and you can listen to it and see what you think. And the album's just $9. There's actually a cartoon being made of one of the songs and um, I'm really excited about that. So you can also listen for free on Spotify, Pandora, any of those places, that uh, SiriusXM that you stream music after it's released. So. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so good having you on the show today. And if you need a stand-up comedy or a photographer, Wendy is your go-to person. Reach out to me. Here's a good test to see if you will actually follow up. So, <laughs> you know, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. I'm easy to find if you're Wendy Mayberry. And if you enjoyed listening to this, uh, please reach out and say hey. Yeah. Thank you for joining me today. Sign up for our Leadership Academy on www.theoliveacademy.com.